Thank you for tuning in to the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. This podcast is raw, authentic, and unscripted. With that being said, enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe podcast. I'm your host, HP Mac. Today, I am honored to be with this lovely young lady. I love the work that she's doing talking about mental health, but not even in a way where it's like, hey, this is mental health, check it out. Like she's talking directly to me, I feel like. As soon as I seen her page, I was like, oh man, this is this is hitting me right in the heart. Hold on. I'm, what, who cutting onions, you know? So I love what she's doing. Miss Kelly, how are you? Please tell the people. I am blessed to be here. I am so, so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Please tell the people what you do. Um, I didn't want to like tell everybody everything. You know, I want this is your life. This is your story. This is your journey. It'd be <laughs> wrong for me to try to tell it. Okay. Look, yes. Yeah, let's try to live my best life over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, everybody. Um, my name is Kelly Poe. Um, I am the, the founder and the CEO of Black Millennials Mental Health. Um, I'm originally from the Midwest, from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, they call it the show me state. You got to show us to make it real. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, um, but then I'm currently living in Houston, Texas, which is where Black Millennials Mental Health is stationed at um, currently. Um, and, but we do have uh, members of our team located in different areas like California, um, Tennessee, um, Louisiana, and different areas. So, you know, we are trying to be global, trying to move out um, and, you know, just touch as many people as we can and making mental health um, a priority um, for the Black community. I love it. I love it. What was your why to do this? So why did I start Black Millennials Mental Health? That's a great question. Um, So I started Black Millennials Mental Health um, back in 2019. But um, this is something that has been on my heart and been in like on my path for a while um, in my life. And um, when it first, when God first placed it on my heart, you know, I was just, it, it was, I was very anxious. I was just like, what are I'm going to do? Like, what I'm going to do? do what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like a role model. And um, if, if you know me and, and, and the people in my, around in my, my circle, um, they know, you know, I'm a very loyal person. Um, but I love to, you know, make sure things are all connected and, and, and making sure the show is running well. So, you know, I'm never, I've never been like, you know, a person that loves to be in the spotlight a lot. So I, I think that, you know, when he placed that on my heart, that's why I was so anxious. Cause I'm like, whoa, you want me to be in what spotlight and where? Um, but I, I, it, it was on my heart. Um, and this is something that developed over time, um, starting from Lincoln University um, in Missouri. Um, I also attended the University of Memphis and it, 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 it was a current there as well. But, it, you know, it developed over time. Um, but I started Black Millennials Mental Health to try to create safe spaces for Black women, Black uh, men, um, from any type of socioeconomic status, um, sexuality, um, anything in any type of background we all were raised different as black people yeah. um, so you know making sure that it's culturally inclusive um, for every type of black person if that makes sense <laughs> no, no it does it does um you know being 
being a young black man, um, I struggle with my emotions, right? Because I was always taught to just hide them and, you know, don't be, don't be weak, you know, don't, you can't act like a girl, quote unquote, type of thing. And the older I got, I was like, man, this this is the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) You know, this is by far the dumbest thing ever, because it's not like I'm just a man, I'm human. Mm-hmm. As human, we have to we have to release certain things. We have to release those emotions. You keep them bottled up, you you self destruct. And I did. You know, I was slowly losing HB Mac. You know, I didn't didn't mm-hmm. know who I was. I was numb to the world. And what you're doing, I think it's fabulous to have a safe haven now with social media being like pretty much our everything now. <laughs> you can find and connect with people where man, hey, they're not. They're not in Houston. I'm not in Houston, but I can, hey, I can visit, I can connect with you. I can follow you. And maybe we can set up a Zoom and I can sit there and talk to you and vet. And maybe you can give me some advice or maybe you might give me some guidance to that person to really help me. Like, hey, look, you need to, you actually need some more help, but it's perfectly fine. You know, um, a lot of, a lot of people are scared to go to therapists and counseling, right? Um, I wasn't, I, I was just broke. I ain't gonna front. Like I was just broke. <laughs> That's the problem. You know, you know, I don't have insurance. Unless yeah. you have solidify a job or like in school or something, insurance is definitely expensive. Yeah, it's key, you know. And some and like the the one therapist that I was like, man, I, I think they might work for me. My insurance didn't take it. So it was just like, oh, okay. All right. How much do you want per hour? 250. Right. Um, I'm just gonna go to Walmart and try to figure some stuff out and do it on my own, which I did. You know, I was able to, you know, write, color, um, exercise, you know, do the positive stuff. But not only that, realizing like, okay, I didn't have a chemical imbalance. I just had a, I need to learn how to cope balance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but I think what you... So suppress, you know, yeah. So- oh, yeah. Yeah. And even now um, during these times uh, with the pandemic still going on, I thought it was wonderful. At least the therapists and the counselors that I was following, mm-hmm. they was offering for about two months of free services. Yes. And I was yes. like, oh my goodness, like this is perfect. Like, you know, if you if this this is your moment of opportunity to try to work on yourself, you know. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that that was amazing as well. Um, you know, a lot of us definitely teamed up and even doing trying to uh, offer um like relaxation techniques, um, hosting like meditation sessions and things of that nature. Um, just because we know, you know, it, it's being inside and being confined is already, you know, not healthy. We were supposed yeah. to have that contact. Um, but, you know, as, as well as people that do suffer from mental health, um, mental illness and, and just kind of being in an isolated state, you know, most, most time things are turned internal. Um, so, you know, we're beating ourselves up, we're going into that depression, you know, we, we are feeling not like ourselves, you know, in, in the whole. Um, and so it's, it, it was really, really important for um, us to, you know, be able to step in and share those techniques while, you know, while the pandemic is going on and while we're trying to adjust. <laughs> I want to say try to make it the new norm. Because yeah. It's still adjusting. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's still adjusting. adjusting. So I have a... I have a a uh, couple of questions. Um, okay. So in the beginning of doing this, right? Like, okay, I'm going to do this black, you know, millennial mental health thing. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that process? Was it just, okay, 
I'm going to just be that voice and just show some people some techniques or I'm going to team up with people who are licensed and, and we're going to do this together and I just try to be the, you know, the architect of it. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, so creating Black Millennials Mental Health, um, I always have a vision of having a team um, of people in different areas just so we can have more feet on the ground to try to, you know, break the stigma. Um, of, of mental illness within the black community. Um, so, you know, starting off, it, it was just me um, connecting with other um, specialists, um, whether that be in social work field or psychology field, sometimes engineering field, um, the law, uh, law field, just trying to connect and network, um, you know, because mental illness, it doesn't discriminate. It, it no. you know, if you have it, you know, then if you suffer from it, then you know, um, the struggles, you know, and, and how it can be, um, how it can be trying to explain to other people, you know, how you're feeling and things like that, and they're not understanding. Um, so, you know, just starting off, it was um, a bunch of networking and connecting. Um, but as we are going, we're building our team and, and trying to um, actually get more men on our team, um, you know, just so we can start, you know, allowing them to be role models um, in mental health, you know, for the community, because that's something as you spoke about that, um, you know, just talk throughout the generations, um, yeah. you know, just pressing your feelings and, you know, not, um, it, I'm sorry, I digress. It just reminded me of um, a situation I had at a volunteer uh, site. Um, so I was volunteering with um, some sixth graders, sixth grade um, black boys. Um, and they were having some like conduct issues and things of that nature, which is why they were in the program. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a researcher, so I like to be a you find yeah, that. Yeah. So they were um, eventually just kind of having some um, intellectual um, issues and things of that nature, which caused them to uh, cause it to seem like a conduct issue. Um, but it was just really, you know, that they were um, kind of ahead of ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm just talking to them and, you know, one of them was like, I can't cry. You know, that'll make me look weak. Like, I can't do that. And so, you know, we just we started talking about it and and, you know, why and, and, and why he had that idea and where it came from and things of that nature. And, you know, by the end of the conversation, he was very bright. <laughs> yeah. By the conversation, you know, he understood that, you know, us as humans and not just as men and not just as women or not just as kids or adults, you know, we all have feelings that we need to release that yeah. catharsis you know we need it um in order for mental growth um personal growth um you know so it's i think that that's a really 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 important subject and really important that you know essential that you are telling your story um and sharing your story with the world because you know that's something that has been going on for too long mm -hmm. honestly mm -hmm. it's just yeah, you get that. Back in my day, a man did this and a man did that, you know, and it's like, okay, um, but times evolve. Yes. You know? we, have, yes. we have more research and knowledge at our hands than ever, <laughs> you know, yes. because like, you know, if you say in the 70s, the internet is not what it is now. There's no internet, yeah. you know, it was like, hey, you know, you're trying to figure it out. Uh, but now we have the research and now we have access to learn and reading, right? Because of the years and times. I did that. Like last year, um, I'm, I'm not saying it's like the brag, but I read over 117 books, right? Uh, because like now, um, you know, 
I'm doing this. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm doing this mental health, right? Talking, being this advocate, but now I'm not only just being an advocate, I'm being a mental health coach. So for me, doing the whole life coach thing and approaching it, and, I, and understanding how to identify the, okay, you actually need to see a specialist, but it's okay. Like you have to see a therapist, but it's okay. I'm still going to support you. Don't look at it as a weakness. It's something that like, hey, we all need a little support, you know? And that's mm-hmm. how you have to look at it, trying to break the stigma of that and and learning. Um, it's it's crazy that you said uh, I agree. a sixth grade, like, but it shows you that it's it's still there. The man yeah. thing, it's still there. It it, it hurts my heart, you know. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it hurt my heart. So that's why I was like, okay, wait, let's talk about this. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll make you know fun, and I'll get down to their level and stuff like that. Um, because kids are the future. You know, yeah. these kids are. This is the next generation, you know, so um, I think that it's important, you know, as far as like mentorship, you know, um, with with mental um, health awareness and breaking those stigmas, because if we I feel like, if we, you know, start working on it, then while they're young, you know, it's, it'll be harder for someone to, you know, tell them that, you know, suppressing their feelings is, mm-hmm. is OK. And no, you know, you don't have to be OK showing up in this space just the way you are. Um, you know, so I think that that's important to, you know, allow them to feel empowered, you know, as they're growing up, you know, to, to be, they're going to be adults. Yeah, I, yeah, they're going to be adults. And I think a lot of people forget that, that yeah. kids grow up into adults. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, when I started telling my story, um, like, mm-hmm. you know, some of the guys reached out to me, right? And they're like, yeah. man, thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah. I always felt like this and this and that. And they're older, right? Like, some of them. Some of them are like 47, 48, right? Like damn near 50. And they're like, man, I wish I was brave as you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, just expressing my emotions. Like, you know, because of that generational, hey, be strong, whatever, you know? And I'm like, you can't express your your emotions. You just have to learn how to, right? And they're like, you know, hey, but you know, I'm married. I have kids. And I'm like, okay, but people change. It's not going to happen overnight. Right. If you want to change, you have to, hey, you got to put on those those gloves and, and, that, and those boots and get dirty, you know, mm-hmm. and it takes time. Um, yeah. I was able to help one guy out and we just like weekly checking in and, you know, he was like, thanks, my marriage is the best it's ever been. Now I'm wow. able to communicate in a way with my wife, which I couldn't communicate before because she did things that triggered his past and he would like, you know, fold yeah. and... And he didn't know how to express, hey, this is bringing up my past. Because, you know, he's trying to, no, I got it. I got it. It's just, you know, I'm yeah, not mad. I yeah, I got this. And 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 doing that, I think, was like, oh, good, you know? And that's when I was like, I might be, I might be down the right field with this, you know? I might be on the right calling. And I was just like, well, let me just keep on going. And let me just keep on right. learning and reading and trying to communicate to people. And this guy, he doesn't even, he's an older white guy, you know? And I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Like, you know, I was able to help him. But you yeah. figured since he's older, the the you know the wisdom he would pass to me, not the other way around. But either way, it was good to help out him and hopefully to break that generational curse. That is amazing. That is what you were able to help, um, you know, him even at his age. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that's really important that you. I like that you pointed that out. Um, you know, because that's one of the main key points that we try to do here. Is connecting generations through mental uh, mental health awareness. Um, a lot of a lot of the older generations are 
kind of forgotten, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to um, the mental health and mental illness thing. Um, because, you know, I, I mean, just up to 10 years ago, a lot of the diagnosis that we are looking at right now, you know, they didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, as you, as you were saying, you know, just talking to them and them not being able to express, you know, how they felt and, and, and wanting to, you know, having yeah. that urge to want to. Um, I think that that's just incredible that you were able to stand in that in that space and, 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 you know, just be the voice to yeah. help them. It's okay. You know? Yeah, it's okay. Like, it's okay, man. Don't be mad. It's, it's fine. Like, even, um, like, the, what I really want to, to reach out um, to you is to, like, man, how can we do this together, right? Because, I like, as I said, like, off the record, for one man to think I can tackle mental health or I can help out everyone is ridiculous <laughs> because like sometimes we may like, it might be somebody that I know that I I'd like, Hey, I want to work with you. But I know personally, Hey, this ain't a, this, it's, this not a good fit. Check yeah. out my homegirl girl. Yeah. She's going to talk yeah. to you in language where you're going to get like, yeah, I speak your language, but <laughs> I don't speak it that fluent. Go to somebody right. who speak it that fluent. Like I, I I'm getting the bits and pieces and people don't understand that. I, I try to, express the importance of the language and i'm not saying it's a certain code it's just how we communicate and how we hear things and receive things that's and and, and i completely agree you know and, and sometimes you know you know we even us you know we've been this is not our first time trying to work together yes but we were patient you know with each other and everything happens and it's perfect timing you know when this podcast does air you know this is going to be the perfect message for someone mm-hmm. you know it may not have been that time for them about you know a month yeah. ago or when we were first trying to work together they they may may have not have um you know received it or may not been ready to be open for the message so i think that you know it's it's important to be patient um we when you are trying to build allies um it's important to practice um, patience when we're trying to break and dismantle the stigma together. Mm-hmm. Because this is something that has been around in our culture for a long time. Um, yeah, yeah, probably before slavery. Like, it, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, slavery, you know, that, that whole era, you know, definitely heightened it and just created more, you know, more of the stigmas and things around oh, it. So, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to, you know, dismantle this thing. But together, you know, by working together, we can do it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be easier together. Yeah, no, sure. it, it's definitely easier together. Even when you, like, look at slavery back in the days or even when you look at, like, the early 1960s to mm-hmm. the 70s, it wasn't a one-man. People thinking, you know, Martin Luther King did it all by himself. It was like, no, he had a beautiful team oh. behind him that helped him. Malcolm X had... Had a beautiful team until he yeah. realized his team betrayed him, but that's a whole different topic. But it was a team effort. Even like you look at the Black Panther Party, right? Like they had yeah. a team effort. Look how they impacted the community in Oakland. It wasn't just a bunch of guys walking around crazy. They, hey, look, we know we need a food program for the kids. The kids need, you know, food before they go to school. Let's create this, and it's it's a type of thing. People look at some of the the highlights of other people lives especially in the past and like oh but this was negative this is negative and it's like not everything is negative when right as a team you get some positive stuff done now you may you have to ruffle a couple of feathers but yeah. it's okay <laughs> like that's how, that's how you make progress we only ruffle fe- feathers when someone is not listening 
Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. hear us, but mm-hmm. you're not understanding our pain and what we're going through. That's the whole point of it. Um, you know, I, I tell people that all the time. Uh, you know, I love looking back at the history and, and seeing how people evolve. Uh, I, I don't have a role model, right? Uh, my role model is someone that I read about, Malcolm X, right? And people yeah. are like, oh, you know, he's so militant. I'm like, Malcolm Little was a hustler. Like, yeah. a hustler oh, trying oh. to like, get into <laughs> all of it. But I'm like, to watch a man evolve and change and shift, yeah. yes. it shows that anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. We don't give that part credit. We just look at the Muslim part and the radical part and not looking exactly. at the part of a growth. Um, I just had to get that out. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I love Brother Malcolm. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm listening to uh, the new audio book that just came out. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is uh, narrating, and it's beautiful. Uh, it gives me chills all the I time. Check out. I'm oh, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, I, I, I bring that up, right? Because I know some of my followers mm-hmm. are like, "Yeah, this is about mental health, and not the, you know." I bring that up because <laughs> it's important to understand <laughs> you can evolve, though. You know, um. Yes. I was in a dark place in my life where I tried to harm myself many times mm-hmm. and I thought I couldn't evolve, but I had to learn how to love myself and be patient with myself and go through that hurt to evolve. Yes. Whoever's listening to this, it's like, you're going through this not because, you know, you did something wrong. It's just the universe is telling you, you know, if you believe in God, it's God telling you, hey, it's time for you to evolve. And you can't evolve if you're not willing to participate in, hey, get the proper help, learn these methods, reach out to some people, whether it's me, whether it's Kelly, reach out to them and get the guidance and help you change your life in a way where you can't imagine. Five years ago, I'm trying to figure out if I want to live or not. You know what I mean? Now this is like, wow, this is beautiful. Like I'm connecting with someone who looks like me and we're talking about mental health. I've never seen a black woman publicly say, hey, yeah. Mental health, don't worry, I got it. I got it. I'm stepping up to the plate. I'm stepping up to the community. That's why I was like, man, this is who cutting onions? You know, I'm trying not to cry. I'm holding back, you know. Oh. <laughs> hey, look, that's it. I think that it's beautiful, you know, that you can acknowledge that, you know, the the power within your growth. Um, in your, you know, your just your willingness. And I tell people, you know, this sometimes too, you know, you can't have one without the other. Correct. The, the person that you used to be. You can't have you can't have you know who you are now without them. It's one and the same, and it and it you know you have to be able to be ready to accept that past person. You know, mm-hmm. with the the good, the dark, the bad, you know, it's all a part of you. Yeah, it's yeah. Learn of- learn how to use that struggle or that pain as part of your story. Yes. Yeah. Your mother. Must yeah. All right. Well, you know, I got to get down into the nitty gritty and about your beautiful organization. Please yes. talk about it. Let let I know somebody's probably listening. Like, okay, look, man, this is dope, but I I want to know more about what she does and what she do with and and all that. So go ahead. Most definitely, most definitely, and I'll definitely open up too. Um, so I come from a family um that struggled with major depression. Um, so you know, growing up around that and 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 having to you know just be exposed to that definitely was a lot of motivation for me to um you know enter this field. Um, I've always had like a, a, a passion for um, for caring for people, sharing um, information. Uh, but mental health is very personal to me, um, just because of that. You know, I grew up around it; it's rooted in my family. Um, if you study 
um, anything less around mental health, um, you know, statistics say um, that, you know, it is genetic. It, it can possibly run through mm-hmm. your family. You know, if you're, your dad or your mom has bipolar disorder, um, like you're, it's like a 50% chance of you that have you can it. get it. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm no, I'm no shy away from, um, you know, mental illness or, you know, being familiar with it, living with it, understanding it. Um, there's been times of my life, you know, that I've dealt with, you know, situational depression, um, you know, anxiety, just like I talked about earlier. Um, but, you know, I have learned how to heal from it. I've uh, received my own therapy um, and I recommend it for anybody. <laughs> everyone, everyone. I, I do too. Um, because even just like the post that we made the other day, you know, trauma is not all about what happened. It's also about what did not happen, the conversations that did not happen, the the healing that did not happen. Um, and it's okay, you know, it's okay to be in that space to feel like, hey, this is this is not okay. This is not, you know, getting the dress. I'm not, you know, healing from this. This is hurting me. Um, you know, it's okay to be in that moment and feel in that moment. Um, you're not alone. And we're, we are definitely here to let you know that you're not alone um, experiencing this. Um, and so going through that um, and having different family members, um, different friends in, 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 uh, that are experiencing mental illness, um, of course, you know, I got my, my bachelor's degree in psychology um, and becoming um, a, a, life, a licensed mental health uh, marriage and family counselor. Um, thank you. Gotta, gotta, gotta <laughs> give you your roses while you can still smell them, okay? <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, you know, it, it's amazing and, and it's an honor for me to just be in, you know, the the space to be able to help people, um, to be able to heal from their past. Um, and similar to your story, I had um, I have a sister that passed away when I was younger. Um, she passed away when we were well, she was four and I was um, five. So you know that dealing with that childhood trauma um, is essential. Um, to, you know, just growing and to walk in your purpose. Yeah. That's something I definitely wanted to let you know. I think that you're doing walking. Uh, thank in your, you. Um, it's hard though. It's hard. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a challenging thing. It wasn't an easy road to get there. Um, but I definitely want to applaud you for walking in your purpose. And that's something I, I feel like, you know, that I'm finally able to do now, um, you know, after healing, after, you know, being able to help others and really see, you know, the struggle that people are going through um, is the big push behind Black millennials' mental health. Um, I grew up in the hood, y'all. Like, I, I'm, I'm... We're the I'm same. We're the Look, same. <laughs> all the hood stuff, okay? just the most of it. So, you know, I'm, like I said, you know, I'm definitely here to, you know, be able to relate on so many different... It, so many different um, issues from mental health in so many different life um, situations. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's not easy to walk in, you know, to walk in the, the, the motivation to want to heal, to want to be a, a better person. But here, you know, at Black Millennials Mental Health, we try to not make it traditional. Um, even, even from, you know, how we title, um, our services you like we, we're not traditional therapy services we offer life coaching um or we and we also offer like educational coaching um family coaching different things so it's just not you know one type of traditional you know i'm i want to go see a therapist type of thing 
um, is very it's very non-traditional um, to suit our community um, and, and trying to help dismantle that um, you know that crazy and yeah. you know therapy type of um, stigma so you know that's that's really really important to us here yeah no no I love it that's why I was like oh man I have to at some point reach out and hopefully we can collab and you know as you said I think it's all about timing like you know maybe yes. we would have did it and it would have been as great as it is now, you know, <laughs> where we can actually like engage into a conversation. Like I like doing lives, don't get me wrong, but sometimes the lives can get overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. For me with the comments, I always get that one person, like when somebody's articulating something, you get that one person, hey, how you doing? Hey, don't forget <laughs> to call me. And it's like, dude, this ain't the time. <laughs> right. I'm trying to tell my story. I'm trying to get this information out. This ain't the time, man. Hey, did you like those cookies I sent you? You always get something right. new. <laughs> Dude, all right, chill out, you know, chill out. <laughs> but yes, no, I love it. Um, I love the fact that it's not traditional, right? Because being from the hood, you have to know how to talk the lingo. If you're going to talk to me traditional, I, hey, look, I already checked out, bro. Yep. <laughs> no, but if you break it down to a way where I can digest it, hey, you got my interest. Keep going, keep going. Um, I think for me, learning that I'm, I'm the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. It took me probably the pandemic to understand, wait, why am I getting all these therapists, counselors and psychiatrists following me? And then some of them are reaching out to me, right? And they're like, hey, what school are you in, man? Yo, it's a good school. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And like, no, the language that you're talking, you're talking our language, but you're also talking in a language where our clients receive it. Like, I Mm -hmm. wish that someone, like, I wish I had the ability to do what you're doing. And I'm like, I didn't, Hmm. You know, when you're in it, you don't realize it. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm flattered. Instead of like, I'm not going to be selfish. Okay, cool. Teach me the proper terms. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to digest it the way that I can. And I'm going to release it to the public. And that's been helping the gap in the communication with my followers, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I got to, I do a, um, like a weekly uh, wellness wellness video video for um, mm-hmm. a nonprofit organization out in uh, in Canada, right? Oh. And um, I just do a weekly, you know, tips, right? And yeah. they love it because it's like, hey, man, you're doing like the basic things. And I'm like, yeah, you'd be amazed what the basic things can do. They can save your life. Yes, basic they can. Save my life. And, yes. uh, you know, I give out tips of like writing, uh, coloring, breaking up patterns, right? Because we are creatures of habits. We Yes, we are. And again and again, and expect yep. the outcome is called insanity, <laughs> you know? So I, I learned that I had to break patterns as far as like coloring, writing, exercising, hell, playing video games, having game nights with my friends, doing other things to express my pain and my emotions to help me. Mm. It's not as bad as, as I thought it was. Okay, cool. And they're like, hey, can you do more? Can you do more? And I'm like, hey, look, man, <laughs> doing a lot right now. <laughs> doing a lot right now. Uh, once a week is cool with me, but um, but like, but I say that because some of the basic things that we don't realize is basics can help someone. Oh yeah, oh yes. Um, yes. I mean, for example, simply learning how to you know breathe um, correctly, and you know it, it sounds like absurd. It's like wait, I breathe every day. You know, I'm still mm-hmm. alive. I'm breathing right now. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, breathing to to heal. 
Yes. Um, it's a, a whole, you know, entire technique to it. Our people, different people offer different techniques. Um, but just learning how to breathe and how it, you know, opens up space in your mind, you know, for more learning, for more retaining, for more healing, um, opens up your lungs to, you know, be able to get more air in there and, you know, just doing different things to send it to your body, you know, oxygen, that's how we live. So that's how we live. It, yeah. it, 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 and it, and it's, it seems like it's a simple, you know, quality and element, like you said, but it does so much for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that you, you know, brought that up to like physical health is just as important as mental health. Um, they go hand in hand. Our brain is connected to our, <laughs> like all of it. Every, like a lot of things that we learned when we were kids, like they still apply and they can still apply to our mental health. Um, you know, being nice to others, you know, say, not, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Say you it know? All. Yeah. Um, and that's that's not even so so much to help another person. That's you know for the helping you, um, you know, and, and and making sure that you're having a positive mindset and doing things that you need to do for you. Um, so I, I think that you know I, I definitely agree. Um, you know some of those simple things, and I love color, and I love that as a technique oh, as well. By far, uh, one of my favorite things. I sit yeah. down, I play some, um, uh, like because I said creatures have it. Like I won't play rap music. Cause it, like you know, I listen to it. I listen to hip hop all day, so right. it's like fine. Like okay, I might play some um, like mental that uh, what they call that uh, type of music, like calm, relaxing. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, I oh, play yeah. that, and I'll just go in. I'm hey, I'm gonna make these colors pop today, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I just go in, and it helps out so much. But no, all right. Unfortunately, we have to go. But please tell the people where where to find you at. Time went so fast. So, so. fast. <laughs> yes. Um, so if you guys are looking to find us and follow us, um, first I want to guys let you guys know about um our free consultations. Um, and this is something that'll kind of be on our website as well. Um, we do offer free mental health consultations, and they're not just 10 minutes, they're not just 30, but they're an hour. Um, within that hour, um, we're getting to know you. We're getting to know exactly what your symptoms that you have been experiencing um, and seeing if, you know, you want to stay with us um, to give you services and start your journey off or if we can refer you out to somebody that that you need um, services and that can take care of you as well. Um, so I definitely wanted to let you guys know about that. We do have those free consultations. Um, we are on every single platform. Um, with the same name, Black Millennials Mental Health. Um, And we are also, um, we have our website, www.bmmh.org. We have all of our events on there, um, our services. We we also offer some um, mental health apparel, as you guys can see I have my hat on today. Um, But we also um, offer just regular information about mental health as well and some um, different classes and things that you guys can offer and check out. So please, please, please check those resources out and make mental health a priority in your life. If, if it's not for you, um, you know somebody else that is struggling with mental health or just struggling with anything that they don't feel like they, um, you know, are ready to come up about or they may not have anybody to talk to about, please send them our way. We will definitely hook them up with some resources um, and meet them where they are. We're not, uh, we're not here to, you know, force anything. Um, we, we're, we're definitely trying to meet you where you are to help you become a healthier you. 
I love it. I love it. Thanks for being on. This was wonderful. Kelly, we, ha- we have yeah. to do this again. <laughs> I had a great time. I'm like, man, look how long this It's already been like 40 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Yes. We need more time. I know. <laughs> so we have to do it again for sure. Yes, we will. And everything that she said is going to be in the description below. And thank you once again. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Just Believe podcast. I want to thank Kelly Poe once again for being on. What a phenomenal story. What a that this episode really touched me. If you're trying to find out any information about her website or instagram please check out the show notes down below until then i'll see you next week